Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing through our examination of the parables of the Lord Jesus. And we're in Matthew 25 where we've seen some parables and we're seeing some parable-like conversation and some things that Jesus is using as examples for the point that he's driving home. So let's go back to Matthew 25 and we'll begin with verse 31. Again, we've looked at the first few verses here a couple of times already. But remember, it's really important to set the context and to see what's going on. Jesus says this, but... When the Son of Man comes in his glory. So remember, that but refers back to what he'd been talking about uh, with the parables of the um, uh, of the virgins. Remember that? And the parable of the talents. The whole idea behind that being you need to be on alert. You need to be ready. You don't know when the Son of Man is coming. You don't know the day. You don't know the hour. Only the Father knows. And so he's just said all that to them. So now he's saying, but when the Son of Man comes in his glory... And Jesus called himself the Son of Man. So he's talking about that when he comes in his glory and when he comes with all his angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne. So he's talking about a time when he comes back with angels and he will be sitting on his glorious throne. The next verse, verse 32, all the nations will be gathered before him. So notice it's nations. It's not the body of Christ. It's not the church. It's not the ecclesia. It's not the Jewish people. It's not Israel. People say, well, Israel's a nation. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But in the scripture, when you see nations, that means the Gentiles, the ones that aren't the Jews. They're going to be gathered before him. And he will separate them from one another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. So we see the Lord painting the picture right here of himself as being the shepherd and that he's going to separate these people. <coughs> and one side is going to be sheep and one side is going to be goats. Verse 33, and he will put the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. So it's the Lord himself who judges and draws a line of demarcation among these nations. Now, these are nations that have made it through the great tribulation, which is the wrath of Satan, folks, not the wrath of God, the wrath of Satan against the church and against Israel. They've made it through that, and they've made it through the day of the Lord judgment, which is the wrath of God. And they have survived all this, this these nations. They're about to enter into a thousand-year reign. That's what's about to happen. It's when the Lord's going to rule and reign for a thousand years. Now, Jesus keeps speaking. Verse 34, he says this. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed of my father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Now, again, I want to drive this. I know I'm repeating myself, but you got to grab this. They are blessed. And he's telling them, come, because you are blessed to my father. Come, there's an, a kingdom here for you to inherit. And this kingdom has been prepared for you from the foundation of the world. From the beginning of all that God created, he knew of you. He knew of this time. He had planned this all. Quite often you hear people say, well, God had to come up with a plan B. I, I read a thing this week about that. Going back in Genesis, I said, well, when this happened right here, Adam and Eve, God had to come up with another plan. That simply is incorrect. And it's very, actually very flippant uh, in relationship to God. 
I know most people might say that in this sincereness, innocent, that's fine. This is someone who paints himself as a theologian that says things like that, and he's dead wrong. Okay, so they had a kingdom prepared for them before the foundations of the earth. Verse 35, listen to what Jesus says. For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. Naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. So Jesus is given uh, the lines of demarcation by which they are blessed to inherit the kingdom. And, and he's saying, this is what you did. You gave me something to eat when I was hungry. You gave me something to drink. You invited me in as a stranger. You clothed me. You took care of me when I was sick. When I was in prison, you came to me. And again, as I've mentioned a couple times before, these verses are quite uh, often mentioned for the New Testament church today to motivate people to go out, go out and do good deeds. We are to be doing good deeds. We are to do these good deeds. But he's speaking to the nations here, folks. He's speaking to the nations. And boy, that gives some uh, interesting insight right there, does it not? Now, let's continue on verse 37. Jesus continues to speak. Then the righteous will answer him. So these are the righteous. These are the sheep. And they're going to answer him. And they're responding. And here's what their response is. Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink? And when did we see you a stranger and invite you in or naked and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? The king will answer and say to them. Now, notice we saw this change back up in verse wherever it was, 35, yeah, 34. And now Jesus is referring to the king. He called him son of man before, but now he's calling in this example of the shepherd and the goats and the shepherd. He's calling him the king, that he is the king. And now they're answering, when did we see you and experience all this? Verse 40, the king will answer and say to them. Notice how Jesus says this in the future tense. He will answer and say to them. So this is, again, folks, a historical thing that will happen. He's uh, painting a picture here where they'll understand it in an agrarian type of mindset. Sheep on the right, goats on the left, okay? Shepherd, that kind of thing, <coughs> king. But he's saying the king will answer and say to them. Here's what the king's going to say. Truly I say to you, to the extent that you did it to one of these brothers of mine, even the least of them, you did it to me. These folks are dumbfounded. The ones that are a sheep and that are on the right-hand side, they're there before the king of all creation. They're there, and he's saying, hey, there's a kingdom here that's been prepared for you before the foundations of the earth. And before they even ask this question, he gives them the answer, a little bit of a spiritual jeopardy kind of thing here. Uh, he gives them the answer, then they come back with a question. When did we see you hungry or, or thirsty or a stranger or naked or, uh, or sick? And when did we visit you? When did this happen? They are absolutely dumbfounded. They don't understand. See, that sort of helps us understand. Also, a lot of times people will say, well, you're, you're teaching then a salvation by works. If you do this kind of stuff, then you, no, no, that's not what I'm teaching at all. <laughs> what I'm teaching is a salvation by uh, uh, the will of the Most High God. 
okay, the chosen, the elect, before the foundation of the earth. When Jesus says, truly I say to you, to the extent that you do it to one of these brothers of mine, even the least of them, you did it for me. I believe that these nations are the ones that would take care of the church when they were undergoing the great tribulation. They're taking care of the Jews in Israel that are helping, that are visiting prison. There's all sorts of examples of this type of thing being done over the last 2,000 years for those who are believers by people who are unbelievers that will rescue, uh, particularly among Christians who have rescued Jews, that type of thing. But here you're going to have people of the nations that will take care of of one of these, my brothers of mine, who are the brothers of the king? Who are the brothers of the Lord Jesus Christ? It is his people, the Jew, Israel, and the body of Christ. And because these folks took care of them, because they did, he said, when you did it to one of them, even the least of them, you were doing it to me. I tell you what, folks, there's a lot to be meditated upon here. There's a lot to be gleaned. There's a lot to be thought about. And I'm not declaring I have all the answers to it. I've got more questions than they can imagine. I'm not bringing them up right now, right? But I tell you what, think about this. Look at it. Wait till the next episode when we get to verse 41 right here. See what the goats are thinking at this time. But my time's up for today. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.